You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Our heavenly possession is the title of this devotion. You see, I, I really know by what I've seen in many precious souls, the heavenly possession, the treasure. You see, the scripture says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I'll mention that a little later here, where Jesus says this, I think in Matthew, I'll read it to you in a minute. But you see, I've seen the heavenly treasure in precious souls. Oh, I could mention so many, I'll never forget a dear man of God called Neil Coulson in, the, in Hereford, who was a beautiful heavenly man and, and a, a, a dear worker for the Lord with my dear friend, Pastor Phil and Chris Arnold in Jubilee Christian Center in Hereford. And Neil was about to go to heaven. And oh, he was always such a sweet, humble man, while very powerful as, it, as one of the regional judges, magistrates. And he, uh, I'll never forget, was there in the hospital fighting for every breath. And he must have been witnessing to the nurses that were caring for him. And here came one of the nurses in the, in the room and while every breath was a battle for living in him, he just lit up with the life of the Son of God and, sh and just expressed his love to her. Christ love, not a human kind of love. No, Christ love, I saw it come out of him like a mighty power. And, and she went her way and for the rest, he rested in God. He had surrendered his lot to the Lord who's in charge of our days and committed himself to him. And he was taken up into glory and his dear wife, Jill and the family, of course, had to go on without him. But they are themselves a witness of God's love. But I saw the treasure in the earthen vessel and I've seen it so many times, friends. I want to talk to you about a heavenly possession today. Look at Hebrews chapter 10, and we'll start reading at verse 32. But recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with sufferings. Partly while you were made a spectacle, both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Again, look at verse 34. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. 
Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great wreck great reward for you have need of endurance that after you've done the will of God you may receive the promise and so forth beautiful verses all there but you see they were going through tribulation and trials in this life and mockings for their Christian life even imprisonments for their Christian life even the taking away of all their possessions in this life but they accepted it joyfully Come on, listen to this. They accepted it joyfully because they knew they had a better and enduring possession in heaven. Psalm 31 verse 19 talks about how God has good things stored up for those who love him. Let me just read it to you. I love that little verse. That's a beautiful Psalm 31. It's such an anointed, all these Psalms are, but... Luke Psalm 31, verse 19, I believe it is. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you. Friends, God wants you to carry this in your heart. Let me go ahead and go to that scripture I mentioned to you a moment ago. He wants you to carry this in your heart that you are not for sale. You're just not for sale. You've been bought with the blood of Jesus. There is no compromise in you to sacrifice your reward, your possessions in heaven for mere earthly pleasure. No, 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 no. A billion times, no, I will not give up my reward. I will not give up my possession in heaven for a moment of pleasure down here. No, no is the answer. No, no, I live for the praise and the glory of my Father, not for the passing pleasures of self. No, no is the answer. Here in Matthew 6, 19, Jesus says, do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You see, in those sayings that Paul, that the scripture there, excuse me when I say Paul, it's not an established fact that Hebrew was written by Paul. It's highly likely, but it's not established. But there in Hebrews chapter 10, they accepted the spoiling of their goods. They became companions of those who were ridiculed for their love for Christ. They themselves suffered ridicule and imprisonment for their love for Christ. And they even accepted the plundering of their goods. Why? Because they knew they had a better and enduring possession in heaven. Come on, get this, a possession. A possession means I own this place in heaven. I have this place in heaven through Christ in me. I know this new life giving way into his holy of holies. I know heaven is real and it is my home. The life I live in this body is a holy, heavenly life. No, I will not give up my possession. No, the opposite. Look what Paul here says in Philippians chapter 3. 
look what he says in Philippians 3. Verse 4. Though for myself I have at least grounds to rely on the flesh, if any other man considers that he has or seems to have reason to rely on the flesh and his physical and outward advantages, I still more, I would say, I was circumcised when I was eight days old of the race of Israel. I was of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew, and the son of Hebrews as to the observations of the law. I was of that party of the Pharisees. As to my zeal, I was a persecutor of the church and by the law standard of righteousness, supposed justice, uprightness, and right standing with God, while I was proven to be blameless and no fault was found in me by anybody. But you know, whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me then, I have come to consider as a combined loss for Christ's sake. Yes, listen now, furthermore, I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege and overwhelming preciousness, surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and for and of progressively knowing more deeply and intimately and of progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with Him, of perceiving and recognizing and understanding Him more fully and clearly. You know, for His sake, I have lost everything and I considered all to be mere rubbish, refuge, drags, in order that I may win, gain Christ, the Anointed One. You see, that I may actually be found and known as in Him, not having any self-achieved righteousness that can, be, uh, that can be called my own based on my obedience to the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness and supposed right standing with God thus acquired, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ the Anointed One, the truly right standing with God which comes from God by His saving faith. For my determined purpose, and this is what I live for, that I may know Him, that I may know Him, that I may progressively become more deeply, intimately acquainted with Him, perceiving, recognizing, and understanding the wonder of His person more strongly and clearly, and that I may in the same way come to know the power overflowing from His resurrection, which He exerts in believers, and that I may so share in His suffering as to be continuously transformed in spirit into His likeness, even to His death in the hope, and so forth. Now, I know that is such a mouthful, but it makes such a powerful point, friends. The Apostle Paul was as effective as we see him to be to give us 13 books of the New Testament. Out of the 39 books of the New Testament, Paul wrote 13 of them, the majority. And God was able to achieve so much through that one man who was wholly given to him in Jesus Christ. 
the possession of heaven had such a possession on him on earth that he was compelled by that marvelous love of Jesus to follow Christ and give it all up for heaven. Jesus gave up everything that he was on earth for everything he is in heaven so that everything he is in heaven, he may be revealed here on earth. Friends, don't give up anything of heaven for anything on earth, but give up everything on earth for everything of heaven. And so your loving heavenly Father will pour out blessing more than you can contain, more than you could perceive, more than you can imagine, transforming you by his indwelling life into his, into his likeness from one degree of his glory to another and will fill your heart and mouth with praise unspeakable and full of glory, lifting you <coughs> continuously into that possession you have in heaven. And as it would say in Proverbs 14, 14, a good man is satisfied from above, from above. So let me close with this thought with you from Hebrews chapter 11, starting at verse 15. Listen to this. And truly, if people like Abraham that it's talking about here and Sarah and the other saints of the faith that I'm speaking to you about. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desired a better, that is a heavenly country, but therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. You know, that pool that 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 pool that can come to any of us at different times in life to go back to say it's not worth it it's not worth it it's not worth it why should i give up the pleasure of a happiness in this life and live for that life you see that lie comes from the devil he is the liar and deceiver. He will tell you it's not worth it to give up everything down here for everything up there. But I'll tell you the truth. Jesus shows you it's worth it all. It's worth it all. I want to encourage you today, don't ever give up your heavenly possession for mere earthly ones. But give up all that you have on this earth for the heavenly possession, I guarantee your heavenly Father will give to you over and above more than you can ask, hope, or pray by His wonderful loving power at work in you. Amen. Have a good day.